Kansas City Northland says he finds the pursuit of a distinctive style to be a self-imposed restriction and prefers to work with many different photographic categories, especially wildlife, landscape, nature, and fine arts type of imagery. The Campanella Gallery is located at 8700 Northwest River Park Drive, KCMO. For more information on these and the many events that have been recently added, go to kkfi.org slash artskcgo. This is Maria Vasquez-Boyd, and you're listening to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. afternoon. A very good show in store for you today on Art Speak Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez-Boyd on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. We've got Miller Bogart, Cesar Lopez, Sean Stewart, T.L. Williams, Brandon Ellington, Angelina Tinoco, and Monique Ariano. And also on the phone we have Tyrone Gathers Jr. So stick around, don't go away. We'll be right back. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Here we are again from noon to one. And, you know, if you're listening on online, kkfi.org, you can listen anywhere in the world. Yay. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that. Hey, we've got T.L. Williams on the program today, Brandon Ellington, Tyrone Gathers Jr. on the phone. And uh, we've got lots to talk about. So let's get started. T.L., thank you so much for coming in today. And Brandon and uh, Tyrone on the phone. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. It's always good to be here. (laughs) Yeah, let's pull that microphone up closer to you if we could. Yeah, there you go. So much to talk about, about uh, the Inner School Poetry Jam and the Women of Poetry collaboration with the Westside Neighborhood at Medi Roads in honor of Women's History Month in March. So let's talk about, let's start off first with the Inner School Poetry Jam, Jam, Uh, shall we? That's something that uh, is called Poetry Okay, okay. Uh, we started in schools in Kansas, uh, ended up at the Kaufman School, mm-hmm. and now we're at Ray, Raytown Middle School, uh, where Tyrone Gathers teaches. Yeah, Tyrone, we got you on the phone, yeah? Yes, I'm right here. Hey, give everyone an A today, just for tuning in, right? 
yes. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I have a I have a class in here right now. Oh, so great. yeah, we're good to go. Hey, happy Wednesday, folks. Uh, so tell us about some of the students who are going to participate in this uh, poetry jam, if you would. Okay. Well, check. Well, Poets Edu was an organization, uh, an event, <coughs> an organization that was started by T. L. Williams and the Music and More Foundation, and I got uh, connected with it through the Kaufman School. So. When I was teaching at Raytown Middle School, I was like, well, let me try some poetry here. And uh, last year, I introduced the kids to a couple of poems, and it caught like wildfire. Um, this year, we did like slams, we did open mics, we did ciphers, we did like, a, I mean, we created a whole subculture of poetry within our school building. And when I did that, I actually uh, created uh, an opportunity for abstract thinking for kids to have higher reading scores mm. and higher. Um, um, uh, writing abilities, and they were also able to speak a lot better, too. So I looked up and I saw that the curriculum this year actually had a poetry unit, and I said, well, let's try something within the school. And we, myself and some other teachers, well, originally we were supposed to do this with another school building, but they dropped out. But uh, within our school, we decided to do this amongst the eighth grade teachers of doing a poetry slam competition, and the Music and More Foundation and... Um, Black Family Technology Association actually donated us a trophy to put into the teacher's classroom of the winning team. Wow, I love that. Wow. You know, and, and it's such vital, I think, uh, poetry is to, to young people and to people in, in general, you know, to the ability to express yourself and share your, your words and thoughts, right? Yeah. Right, of course. And uh, I actually have some students that, um, that I've been working with for about two years who actually we're going to actually compete next week, and uh, yeah. given the opportunity, they would love to share. And, you know, it, it's not only the, the words and the content itself, but it's also that performance is a huge part of, of you know, poetry, right? Yes, it is. It is. It's huge. Um, it also it builds up the confidence of the students, and it also helps them to just tap into more creative places in their minds to apply to other genres of writing. Yeah, exactly. T.L., what a great opportunity, you know, and, and I know with Music and More Foundation, you do a lot in the community to, to right. really bring people in to, you know, uh, partnership, partnership or collaborate. Network, collaborate yeah. Yes. yeah. And I also want to welcome Monique Ariano, yes. yeah, Hello. Uh, who just joined us. And uh, we're talking to T.L. Williams, Brandon Ellington. We've got Tyrone Gathers Jr. on the phone and Monique Ariano. So all together uh, through Music and More Foundation to talk about the Inner School Poetry Jam slam. and SLAM and Women of Poetry Collaboration. Yeah. So tell us um, a little bit more of the details where we can find these events. Uh, well, with the Women of po Poetry collaboration. Uh -huh. Oh, you I'm can't hear. Okay. But with the Women of Poetry collaboration, uh, I did it a few years ago, Women of Poetry, uh -huh. at the Nelson Atkins Museum, and I always wanted to bring it back. So yeah. when I uh, found out that uh, a friend of mine know somebody at Maddie Rhodes, and I never yeah. had a chance to do any events at Maddie Rhodes. I contacted Monique, and uh, I pitched the idea to her, 
and it's and I'm hoping it comes into fruition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Many Worlds is a great organization that's been around for uh, about a hundred years or so, Monique. Yeah. So, Monique, are you a poet yourself? I yes, actually, back in the day, I used to rap, and oh, wow. it all started <laughs> from TL's like what from poetry. Yeah. So as a young youth, uh, that was just a way to express myself. I mean, I remember literally times writing, yeah. being angry, writing, yeah. crying, writing, you know, but I haven't done anything in a long time, but it would be so great um, to collab and host something in the West Side neighborhood. That would be great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're, we're thinking of this for the Women's History Month in March, which in March. is next month. In March. Yeah, yeah. And Brandon, are you also a part of, of the Poetry Slam? Not a part of the slam, but I'm a part of anything T.L. asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, Elliot is part of this, uh, uh, he would call it politics and poetry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I call it poetry and politics. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a platform to... to to educate people on the importance of voting, uh, and to also register voters, and 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 do good things in the neighborhood through, through the arts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tyrone Gathers Jr. is on the phone with us from Raytown High School. Uh, no, Raytown Middle School. Middle School. Yeah, uh, Tyrone. I want to go back to to your students' work. Do they have publications or a school publication of any of the poetry that that they've written? I'm actually working on that this year. Oh, okay. uh, I'm going to put together a um, a piece called Stuff Kids Write, mm-hmm. and it's going to actually be selections from my students. Wow, wow. You know, it's so important to hear those voices of the next generation that are coming up. So important. And then when you have so many mentors surrounding you, uh, such as T.L. Williams, who's very <laughs> inspirational, you know, um, I think that that's really helpful. That's what we need to help one another, to help our youth, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, not only is T.L. a mentor to me, he's also mentored to my students as well, too. Yeah. Um, three, I have three students here with me right now, and yeah. uh, they've actually experienced uh, T.L. and his creativity. And uh, not only have they experienced the creativity through TL personally, but also through the individuals that he surrounds himself with too. So um, I'm just uh, I'm just blessed to see that with these students that they, that they're actually kind of um, an extension of his legacy. TL, are you the OG <laughs> uh, of the creativity in the community? Uh, Right now, I'm about to tear up. Oh, <laughs> bless your heart. Bless your Man. heart. Well, I, I know that you, you do so much in the community, um, and, and sometimes even with uh, the the gardening and all of that that you bring, you've brought together a lot of different poets in the past for different events. I think one of the last ones that I was thinking about is uh, the one about a slave. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was done, yeah. In, done in Westport. Yeah, that's right. So if you just tuned in, I'm Maria Vasquez Boyd on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. I'm talking to T.L. Williams, Brandon Ellington, Monique Ariano, and Tyrone Gathers Jr. on the phone. We're talking about musicandmorefoundation.org, uh, the Inner School Poetry Slam and Women of Poetry collaboration with the West Side Neighborhood at Maddie Roads in honor of Women's History Month in March. Uh, Monique, let me uh, go back to you. Do you have any work that you want to share with us briefly? Oh, you are totally putting me on ah. the spot. Oh. I, I'm sorry right now. No, no, now. no, that's I fine. Don't. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, we will hear more 
of your work at uh, Maddie Rhodes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So do we have any social media platforms that that we all want to share so people can find out more about not only UTL William, uh, Williams and the Poetry Slams, the collaborations and all that? Yeah. Uh, well, they can find the Music and More Foundation on Facebook. Okay. Uh, the, day, the, the whole name. Also on Instagram. Just everywhere, the Music and More Foundation. Uh, we also have a group page uh, that we manage with our with our poetry and politics. Okay. Uh, that's on uh, uh, Brandon Ellington. Stay informed. Uh, we're just everywhere. Yeah, uh, you are, and and it's a it's a good everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And Brandon, did you want to add anything to? To the slams, yeah, yeah, yeah. poetry and politics. Yeah, yeah I think poetry I'm, and politics. I think I touch on that or a little yeah. bit of both. When yeah. it, well, and she actually mentioned it when you talk about poetry, it teaches people how to divulge into themselves. So when we do politics and poetry, or poetry and politics, that's the whole underlying reason to organize people and to make them understand their ownership over what's not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, I think because of the arts, we we were able to express ourselves either through words, music, uh, painting, any sort of thing. And, it, and it's so vital to who we are as people. Um, Monique, do you have a website or, or, or social media platforms that you want to share with with our listeners? I am on Instagram, inspired to be unique, um, but really to let you know... Um, I, I consider myself an advocate for my community, and yes. I just want to give yeah. a huge shout out to Ellington because he vouched for us with our 353, and just hearing him speak, I remember hearing him the first time speak was like, wow, he sounds like us. He sounds like his fight is connected to our fight, mm. and that was so huge for us. So on behalf of the West Side, you, you got a lot of love on the West Side, and he threw up our hood in a picture, so I was like, okay, that's our guy. <laughs> West Side Neighborhood Association. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Tyrone Gathers Jr., do you have any uh, information on social media platforms that, that we can, uh, uh, you know, take a look at or listen? Um, Raytown Middle School has a uh, Facebook page. Okay. They have um, a Twitter page as well. And then, uh, of course, uh, I am with uh, the Music and More Foundation, so I'll be, you know, I'm attached to that as well, too. Mm -hmm. But same with the students, you can see them on uh, Raytown Middle School's social media platforms. Yeah, you know, I, as a former teacher and my daughter is a teacher for 15 years, I want to say thank you for your commitment to education and serving our youth and the community because it ain't easy and it and I know uh, that it's really evolved in the last decade even just in the last few years um, it's not an easy job and we so appreciate our teachers all around the world so thank you for for that oh thank you I appreciate it and um you know the the, the students that I have with me right now that are probably reading for you all you will see that they make my job so easy <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, we've got to um, go on to our next segment. Is there any last words that anyone wants to share with our listeners? Be well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that, T.L. Tyrone? Uh, no, that's it. I appreciate it, though. But if my students could say a shout-out, that'd be cool. Absolutely. <laughs> please, please, yes, let them. Are you there? 
time from Raytown Middle School on Paisley. I'm also from Raytown Middle. My name is Sage. I'm also from Raytown Middle. My name is Dariana. All right, thank you. Oh yeah, you know, shout out to Raytown Middle School because uh, it, it's it's a I'm sure it's a much better school because of you, Tyrone Gathers, and your uh, colleagues. So thank you so much, uh, Monique. Thank you for joining us on air, thank Brandon, uh, Tyrone, TL. You come back anytime. Uh, well, any you. of you come back anytime. Uh, we need to put together a poetry slam on radio. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, Tyrone. Maybe we do that in the summer and get your students in here. Okay, we can do that. Definitely. Uh, Good idea. Great. I liked it. Yeah. Hey, listen, we've got to go. I thank you so much for joining us today, and we're going to be right back with Art Speak Radio after this. Hang tight. Support for KKFI brought to you by the Jewish Community Center of Greater Kansas City, presenting the Broadway musical Kinky Boots with 11 performances between January 28th and February 19th at the Lewis and Shirley White Theater. For more information, including tickets and showtimes, visit thejkc.org or call the box office at 913-327-8054. Despite a Democratic majority for 18 months, the National Labor Relations Board has moved at a glacial pace. Recently, though, there's been a flurry of new decisions. Is it too little, too late? We'll ask Robert Iafala, labor reporter for Bloomberg, on this week's Heartland Labor Forum. Then, Jonathan Melrod was a 60s student radical who joined the working class in order to create a new, more just world. We'll talk to him about his memoir, Fighting Times, Organizing on the Front Lines of the Class War. Thursday at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday at 5 a.m. Hey, thanks for listening to 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez-Boyd. We've got a great lineup for you today of folks. Uh, we just heard from Tia Williams, Brandon Ellington, Monique Ariano, and Tyrone Gathers Jr. Uh, we've got next up, we have Miller Bogart. And uh, Miller, please introduce yourself while I'm going to grab the phone. Sure, that's wonderful. Well, first off, Maria, thank you. thank you so much for having me on the show. And I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about Gallery Bogart and specifically our focus about Latin American art. And also to discuss our upcoming sole exhibition of Cesar Lopez, which opens this Friday. Uh, we're having our opening reception from 5 to 8 p.m. that evening, and you can find more details at gallerybogart.com. Beautiful. Yeah, we're so looking forward to this. Um, this is just really wonderful, and we've got Cesar Lopez on the phone with us today. Hello, Cesar. Hey, how's it going? Oh, Thank good. you for having me. You bet, you bet. Let's talk about your work. What are we going to see um, at this uh, at Bogart Gallery? Gallery That's Bogart. right. So what you're going to see at the show this Friday is there's going to be a few different pieces on the wall uh, and two on the floor. And one of the largest pieces, you're going to see a large globe, which is a reference to, you know, the globe that we use uh, to represent our world today. Mm, uh, mm. So you're going to see that. And it's about a six foot by six foot by six foot globe. And it takes up a lot of room. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And, you know, it's such a, a beautiful gallery space i was there last week with my friend elizabeth and or the week before anyway such a beautiful gallery space that this will this be somewhat of a more intimate sort of space to have this large piece 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that what we got in mind is uh, just the, the relationship that you can have with the work. Some of the pieces, like the one that we're talking about, is very large and I think also takes up a lot of space. But some of the other pieces you'll see actually have a relationship to this large piece, which makes you feel like you can have a piece of it and you can have a relationship with a portion of the globe, so to speak. Uh, and the pieces on the wall do that as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I understand that your work often features symbols such as flags and maps and globes that you use as a way to express the complex relationship to geography. Is that right? That's right. And what you're going to see at the show in this particular one is a, an investigation into the globe and mm -hmm. what it means to take it apart. And this work is called Equidistance? Equal Distant. Is that right? That's right. Okay. That's right. And equidistant is a uh, is a a term that's used by map makers to talk about how to understand the globe and the relationship to each other from one place to another. Mm, I love that. Now, are you you're uh, where are you from originally? Because uh, I I don't believe you're a Kansas City artist, are you? Well, yeah. So oh, okay. I moved. Part of that, so much of what's in the work is uh -huh. me moving to. Uh, to America from Guatemala. Mm, okay, okay. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so yeah, this uh, exhibition will showcase a series of new works that explore the artist's personal journey as an immigrant and the complexities of national identity and belonging. Wow, so, so wonderful. Uh, this happens, this takes place, the opening reception, Friday, February 10th, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Gallery Bogart, which is at 1400 Union Avenue. You know, uh, Miller, you, you bring us, you continue to bring us such beautiful work and, and important work to our eyes. Thank you for, for that. Um, how did you find uh, Caesar's work? Well, you know, it's really a wonderful story. Um, as you know, Maria, you stopped by a couple weeks ago and checked out um, our previous exhibit from the Havana, Cuba-based mm -hmm. Abel Massat, um, who does um, large um, abstract expressionist portraits. So, you know, when I was creating the gallery, um, Cesar actually reached out to me because he saw how my project, uh, you know, aligned with his art and, you know, a potential need for the local uh, Latin American artist and also regionally. So I'm really happy that, you know, the gallery can kind of serve as a platform as well for international artists, but also mm -hmm. for local regional artists. So um, I went over to Cesar's studio and we had a really nice chat about, you know, the local art scene, you know, what it needed. And I'm really happy to be uh, showing his work this Friday and, and through March 31st because I find it so powerful mm -hmm. and it tells such a compelling story about immigration and travel and movement. Wow, and um, I, I do want to mention that Gallery Bogart is an ex exhibition space for emerging and established contemporary artists located in Kansas City, Missouri and, and the West Bottoms. Um, you know, just a wonderful uh, group of, of work that you have for us at 1400 Union Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. Gallerybogart.com is the website and social, other social media platforms too. Um, yes, your listeners can find us on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, and I would encourage them to go to gallerybogart.com and sign up for our mailing list at the bottom of the page. Um, that's the best way to receive news about upcoming exhibits and also to receive extra information you won't find on those social media channels. Now, I want to say Gallery Bogart has been a year 
here in Kansas City, or am I a little off on my timing? Um, well, you know, the first exhibit actually opened last November, so... Um, not quite a year. Not quite a yeah, year. Okay, so, okay. so the gallery is fairly new, but we're really excited, and it really came from um, a passion of mine uh, to promote Latin American art. So... In 2015, I was on um, an educational trip to Havana, Cuba, and um, this is right after I graduated college. And um, one morning, you know, we found ourselves in several artist studios, um, visiting with them, chatting with them. And one of the artists, uh, Clemente Segrera, mm-hmm. um, who is just an exquisite painter, um, was talking to us about the art there and said, you know, Havana is like the Louvre um, because there's wow. so much art and so much talent. and I really thought to myself as a lifelong Kansas Cityan, you know, how do I bring this wonderful culture and art to Kansas City? So, you know, ever since 2015, this has been in the back of my mind about how do I bring this to the city for its cultural benefits? So um, it's been it's been a long journey, um, but I'm happy to finally be here. But I, I love that it's, it's come to fruition because 2015, when you have this idea and then, you know, work through and then here you are, you know, in 2022. Yes, yes, no, it's um it's quite a thrill and quite yeah. a joy. Um and you know we're we're working very hard to bring these these exhibits here, you know, along with, you know, coordinating that work and also mm-hmm. um Cesar's work that's opening this Friday. Um, you know, I've along with um a good friend who's been helping me at the gallery space, um, drove to New York over a long weekend to pick up art and drive wow. it back. So, wow. you know, we're really passionate about this and yeah. we really want to present uh, wonderful art to Kansas City. Cesar, what do you hope that the viewer will take away from your work? What is your, what, what would you like for them to see and feel and, and think? Yeah, so I, I, I certainly hope that someone can, can look at these objects and begin to investigate them from appreciating the color and how they're built to also Mm -hmm. trying to understand how they all come together into a greater whole, which is why I think it's important that they all kind of live in a relationship with Mm -hmm. each other. Because, you know, when when I think about uh, this personal interpretation of the globe, I think it's really going to lend that viewer uh, the opportunity to really see themselves, really sort of immerse Mm -hmm. themselves in in this in this exhibition right that's right and i think that that's the likewise the role that a globe can serve for example if we all were to take a look at one our relationship and our idea of place is different from person to person yeah absolutely now is this the sort of work that that you've is this new work altogether for you or is it something that you've been sort of culminating and, and letting it kind of brew and steep over over a few months or years over a few months, and, okay. and so much of it is, again, uh, finding more and more research to supplement. Mm. Uh, this work grew out of another body of work from earlier, uh, from, from before. Wow, I love it. And if our listeners want to find out more about you, uh, what can you share with us that uh, maybe social media or such? Yeah, of course. So someone can, can go ahead and check out the website. So, uh, it's going to be lopezcesar.com. Or if you use Instagram and Facebook, you can just search my name, Cesar Lopez, and that's how you'd find me. Okay, and now this is going to be a, kind of a tricky question, but mm-hmm. now that now that this, this work is, is complete in uh, the gallery, do you have ideas for the next body of work, or is it going to be a continuation of sort of, uh, of this that, that you've worked with? 
I think that'll that'll continue in this particular okay. body of work. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a really exciting uh, new new development for me, and I I think I'm gonna spend a lot of time here. And I can imagine it's going to just offer you so many different sort of resources or directions too, because the globe that's that's a pretty big you know huge chunk of of, of our world. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention again, Gallery Bogart is an exhibition space for emerging and established contemporary artists located in Kansas City, Missouri, in the West Bottoms at 1400 Union Avenue, just a little bit after the trail uh, train track, right? Uh, yes, you're correct, uh, at the corner of Hickory and Union, yeah. just on the other side of the train tracks. So if you if you do come to the gallery one weekend or for an opening reception and there's a train going by, <laughs> you can wait it out or... Um, there are routes to go around the train, uh, just for awareness. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really happy to be in the West Bottoms. Um, I think that's a really growing area. And what I kind of see as the new frontier of the art scene on Kansas City. Um, Cesar, for instance, his studio is down in the West Bottoms. Um, there are several other galleries doing really great things in the West Bottoms. And, you know, many, many, many artists maintain their studio there. So. So we're really happy to be in the West Bottoms. I love that. Gallerybogart.com. And, you know, I, I want to ask you, if I could, Miller, what do you have coming up for the year? If you want to share that with us, you're, you're welcome to. But uh, Sure. Um, you know, I, I really want to make sure we focus on um, Cesar's exhibit that opens sure. this Friday. Um, as a bit of a teaser for upcoming things this year, um, we have some really other wonderful artists coming in. Um, Following Cesar's exhibit is um, a very prestigious, probably the most important living Cuban painter. Um, we'll be hosting a show of his work. After that, um, we'll be doing a show on photography um, from a really rapidly rising uh, photographer based out of Madrid, Spain. Um, and then also um, we're working on arranging an exhibit with a painter who does these uh, really incredible hyper-realistic oil paintings. Um, so we have a lot of good shows coming up that we're really it excited like about. It. Yeah, um, I would definitely uh, encourage people to sign up on the uh, email. Um, so your program reflects a new approach to interpretation, just demonstrating that Latin American contemporary art is not a niche or homogenous interest. Gallery Bogart collaborates with various projects that encourage exchange, reflection, and interest in contemporary art, and these act activities are in constant dialogue with the work the gallery exhibits. It, it's just a wonderful studio and, and uh, uh, space. Um, so happy that, that you're there in, in the art scene because um, we, th the focus as Latin American artists is really important, and um, really we, get, we gain so much when we learn about artists from Latin America. I totally agree, Maria, and um, that, that's why that line um, is particularly important to me that, you know, we strive to show that Latin American art is not homogenous or a niche interest because yeah. it's so um, varied and it's so beautiful in so many different ways. You know, even like the upcoming program I talked about in our the program at the gallery, you know, it's showing multiple different mediums, photography, oil painting, um, Cesar's um, wonderful sculptural globe works that are incredibly powerful. So. You know, we're showing a wide variety of mediums. Also, you know, 
um, a wide variety of artists from different Latin American cultural backgrounds. That's really important to us. We really appreciate that. And I also appreciate you on the phone with us, Cesar Lopez. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward in, uh, to seeing your solo exhibition. And congratulations, too, I should say. <laughs> yeah, of course. We'll see you Friday. Yeah, and hopefully we'll meet you in person soon. But uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, Miller Bogart, for joining us. And we will be happy to have you back anytime. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for having us. And to find more information about the exhibit, um, go to gallerybogart.com. Thanks, Maria. Appreciate it. Thank you. And we're going to be right back with Artspeak Radio after this. Hi, I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two, two takes in a movie currently playing in theaters or streaming. You People is a Netflix film starring Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. It's a Hollywood rom-com that runs smack into a crude, R-rated social commentary. Hill plays Ezra, a white Jewish podcaster who falls for an African-American Muslim designer named Amira, played by Lauren London. The title alone is offensive. Touted as a romantic comedy, this story isn't funny. Well, on that count, I'd have to disagree with you. Even though I have problems with this movie, I have to admit I laughed a lot. Ezra and Amira fall in love, and then their families meet. That's when the cultures clash. Eddie Murphy and Neil Long are Amira's perplexed parents, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus and David Duchovny are Ezra's befuddled folks. The crude language and content provide the story with an edginess that it aims for, but the proceedings still have a candy-coated Hollywood sheen. The conversations, the script, the situations seem totally fake, unkind, sarcastic, and cringeworthy. I found it to be uncomfortable to watch. Plus, none of it rings true. They're all mean-spirited. Russ, I think anyone, black or white, watching this will be insulted. While it's often crass, I think it has some interesting things to say. Hill wrote the script along with director Kenya Barris, who's best known as the creator of the provocative TV series Blackish. If it's trying to be an updated version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, it completely failed. While it's flawed, You People is an often funny, sharp, and observant dissection of contemporary race relations. I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two. Less explore, less question, Let's decolonize together on Ebony's Bones. Tune in every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Hi, this is Daryl Oliver, volunteer coordinator at KKFI. Our phone drive will be starting soon, and we need volunteers for our phone bank. You can participate remotely or by coming to the station. All phone bank volunteers must be comfortable talking to donors on the phone and entering pledges on the computer. In addition, remote phone bank volunteers will need a reliable internet connection and a computer with a microphone and speakers. Sign up for a shift today at kkfi.org slash phone bank or contact me at 816-994-7864. Looky, looky, who do we have here in the studio? What? 
Hi, it's the incorrigible Sean Stewart. Hello, Sean. <laughs> hey, I'm learning new words today. That's great. <laughs> we love you. And and I want to say hello to our John Todd, the radio god, who's sitting next to him. How yep. are you doing? It's, nice it's kind of a fixture. I think you should just take over the show. <laughs> uh... I'm out of here. No, but we've got that wonderful Sean Stewart in, who is a performer. He has multiple songs in the TV Film Sync Publishing Catalog with number four song of 2020, the number one in 2021 on KC Radio, and over 20 streams, 20 million. <laughs> over, there's only 20 um, million streams on yeah. SoundCloud. I, but I love this the best. His daughters describe him as a Wes Anderson character. Are you a Wes fan? No, but SeanStewart.com <laughs> is the website. Uh, yeah, you know, and I'm so happy uh, to have you anytime here in studio with us, especially when you drug along your ukulele. Well, you know, you've been asking me for a while. I have so been asking. I figured I better. And the diamond tennis bracelet. Bracelet. Oh, is that next? Yeah, I'm asking. I'm just asking. Yes, everybody. So okay. what's up uh, with you, Sean Stewart? Um, well, I'm <clears throat> excited to talk to you today about an upcoming release I have of, um, I guess what I would call, I was at first calling it psychedelic, but I don't want to do that because I think it makes everybody think right away of Magical Mystery Tour <laughs> and uh, like a dated 60s approach, that which I love, but that's sure. not what this is. This is psychedelic in 2023 with 2023's technology in music. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I'm instead now going with, I'm going to call it a transcendental release. Mm. So, like um, that. well, thank you. Makes it sound probably better than it's going to be. But um, the, um, the songs on there, uh, what I'm telling people is the songs are going to jump track. Okay. You, you got a song and it usually does its linear song thing, right? You got a couple of verses, maybe a bridge and then choruses out that are all pretty steady. Maybe a little bit of build. This is nothing like that. You're not going where you think you're going on this journey. Um, each song will jump the track and will go either to a metaphysical place. It'll drop you in a video game. It'll drop you in the matrix. Um, like or it'll take you back in time. Um, you'll be in a different epoch. So um, I'm excited for this. Um, yeah. I wrote this one for me versus to try to get more songs in the sync publishing catalog, which is pretty much, if I'm being honest, all I've done the last three years. I was just writing yeah, to get yeah. for what they wanted and what works to get songs in there so I can one day have a song in a big film that, you know, um, that's the dream or whatever. But um, this was just for me. And nobody's going to want any of these songs for the TV and sync publishing catalog. You'd be surprised. Target. <laughs> Too Target. weird. But um, we'll see <laughs> we how love that goes. It. So, yeah. so do you want to play for us? Yeah, play first, or should we? Uh, yeah. you, you tell me what okay. you want to do. This it's your is, show, Sean. This song is from uh, The Upcoming, um, and I went ahead and uked this one, learned my performance so I could accomplish two goals. Okay. Teaching everybody a song from the record ahead of time, as well as playing uke, which I'd been asked to do by, by Maria. So two birds, one stone. Here we go. Uh, this one is called, what's it called? So Happy With You. Um, 
we got a little bit of an issue. My lyric sheet was on the table. I think that's the one I just threw. Oh, did you pitch it? Maybe. All right, we're going to restart that song in a second when Sean knows the lyrics. <laughs> Miller, I am so sorry that I accused you for taking that. It was actually uh, the radio host who took my lyrics. And um, there you are. Put your wine in. Look. In her defense, no, I was about to give you some love. So in her defense, she made a wonderful shot with all wrist from her desk to all the way across the room, which we were all impressed by. But I thought she was throwing away her stuff, not mine. So let's restart this. This is called "So Happy." Day dawning feels like Friday morning when you wake from sleeping. It feels like you're still dreaming. I'm feeling charming, a little disarming, and I've left the haters in the funny papers. If she falls, you simply hoist her And if something stops you You sneeze it like an archie I feel insouciant Huckleberry loose And if your shadow finds you We'll shine a light behind you Oh, I used to be down I used to be blue But lately i found I'm so happy with you I'm so happy with you day is breaking, the world is yours for taking If you look right through it, I promise you can do it Life's a daydream, so wake when it is flaking You can start all over, just give her what you owe her Boss can't ruin it, you're simply too into it And you're feeling strong now, so why'd it take so long now For you to find that life is in your mind And that no one can shade it, it's only you who've made it I used to be down, I used to be blue But lately I've found I'm so happy I used to be down, I used to be blue But lately I've found I'm so whoa, whoa I used to be down I used to be blue, but lately I find I'm so happy with you. I'm so happy with you. Sean, uh, you you continue to amaze me with with the number of music songs that you write. Is it easy to to sort of noodle around on the ukulele as you're writing a song, or do you primarily work through your guitar? Um, so it doesn't really make any difference. So like mm-hmm. when when I'm like I'm gonna go ahead and learn that one on yeah. you, I <clears throat> I kind of a song idea came up, and I borrowed my lovely fiance Julianne's ukulele because I don't have one. And I strummed the open chords, and it sounded pretty close to what I was hearing in my head. Mm, and mm. so I'm like, oh, that can be the opening chord. Yeah. Um, and we'll just go with that. So 
I had it written though basically before I ever touched the instrument and uh, that's how I like to do it because otherwise you know I'm not dogging anybody else that does it the other way but I found it's less restrictive yeah, if I just yeah. am taking it all from the externals and letting it come to me um, versus trying to sit down and consciously play chords and make things match to that I think find that more restrictive so it's more open so a lot of good things happened to you in 22 uh you yeah. became engaged i did the lovely julianne yeah. yes we yeah. love her and released new music uh let's just say was the first yeah right yeah I, um well I, it's the only thing that i really released uh last year i didn't mm -hmm. do a whole lot of releasing but this year i'm going to make up for it let's talk about that uh, yeah. yeah and so um i'm going to release all the songs that i kind of held on to last year um, and last year, too, you know, I was very, very thankful and honored to have three more songs that did join the, uh, the TV Sync uh, film publishing uh, catalog. Terrific. So, again, that's your chance to get yeah. one in a big film or whatever, a big show <laughs> or yeah. ad yeah. Um, and make some actual money. So that's where I'm putting my eggs. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of your music has been very well received and recognized. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. And so it, that's just got to feel really good. So by spring, Easter eggs. Yeah, will so it's, it's going to be called Easter yeah. eggs in the spring. Um, I was thinking about releasing it on Easter, but I don't think it's going to be quite ready in time for okay. that. It'll be real close. Um, and the Easter eggs, I don't know if it's obvious, but the Easter eggs has nothing to do with Easter. Uh -huh. It's about all the hidden stuff that's in the the record right um, right so we talked about how it's you know usually a linear track a song takes this one's going to jump tracks well on top of that all the while there's all this stuff happening inside your headphones um that are voices sometimes but faint mm -hmm. um, sometimes they're ai um and they're not actually voices but they kind of sound like voices just to mess with your head a little bit yeah um so um lots of easter eggs I love that. Well, and I understand in your write-up that you said if we did this correctly, the messages you hear will change slightly between listening sessions, and you're on a roller coaster, teetering between the world of senses and others, neither, as well as yeah. between analog and digital worlds. This is really intriguing. Now, now, did you not only do this as a way to, to sort of interest and challenge the listeners, but was it just something kind of fun and challenging for yourself? Yeah, if I'm being honest, this was all uh, for Julianne and I initially. Wow. Um, last year, you know, I was just I was writing stuff for other people and writing stuff to get it mm -hmm. into the into the catalogs, and um, I'm like, you know what? Um, we'd listen to Pink Floyd or something like that some evenings when we were just in the right mood, and um, uh, we uh, I thought I want to start doing some songs that you know like where you're like oh my god that was really cool you know mm -hmm. um what was happening in that channel or whatever so i just started making songs that um in my spare time that that we would listen to then and i refined those suckers some of them for nine months mm, i mean be wow. like oh she'd be like you know it'd be cool <laughs> what would be cool julianne <laughs> she'd be like oh, it'd be really cool if if the dog did that little that little uh uh uh, oh, what do you call those guys? Ewok, that Ewok growl thing she does. And you snuck that in there. I'm like, oh, oh that would be kind of cool. So I, I was thinking of things. We'd listen to it. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, she, or she'd suggest things. And we just keep adding things. So, and that may sound like it's a lot. I don't think it's too much, but it's just, it, okay, I'm getting excited. Like I'm excitable. That. Yeah. Like Warren like Zevon, I'm an excitable boy. But um, uh, the thing I wanted to say was that, uh, uh, 
we spend a lot of time on this and I usually don't do that. Um, mm, usually mm -hmm. I pretty much just spit them out um, mm. when I know I'm going for a formula. Um, so this kind of feels good that I'm, but it's personal now. The other ones, I don't yeah. have a lot of attachment. Interesting, interesting. I have attachment to this. So if uh. you think it sucks, don't share that with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a sound for you that you should somehow kind of sneak in. I, I like that sound of surprise. I learned on like through cartoons that I, 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 that, do that. Oh, that yeah. is a good one. You're welcome to use it. Can I get that you actual one you that you it. just did? I just, it's recorded live. Okay, I'm going to ask the sound <laughs> engineers to pass that on to me in a wave file. <laughs> we love our Sean Stewart, who's here live, performing live in the, at the KKFI studio. Next to him is John Todd, the radio god, just because he's a very good friend. Uh, Sean, do you want to play another tune for us? Uh, I can't. I mean, I, oh, I barely man. knew that one. I really oh, stink, man. and I kind of bombed it. That was a really bad rendition. I'm not a real ukulele player, folks. But are you? Do you have it? Can you play um, uh, Isadora's scarf? Or I, did I get that through to you? No. Okay, I, I did. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. I, uh, let me see what I can do. Okay, check. Uh, but no big deal. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm going to talk to John Todd because John Todd is not only your friend. John Fraud has John Todd has also become my friend. We actually hang out outside of the studio sometimes, yes, and uh, I can't keep up with him at some of the things that we pursue, <laughs> but uh, he's an awful good friend. So He's a great guy. It's great to be here. It's great to be included in this. So in, I love your song, and I look forward to this music that's coming out pretty oh. soon. So you know, Easter eggs, it's exciting. I can play this through my phone because uh, Maria forgot her laptop or oh. her iPad. Okay. So let me see what we, we can do. Keep talking. Okay. So John is an interesting fellow. Um, John and I go back probably six years uh, to when I first, uh, I think, sent a song of Natalie Prowser's through to okay, him. That sure, might be eight sure. years ago right, or whatever. Sure. But um, then I've gotten to know John more. Oh, do you see what Natalie's doing lately? Yes. I'm just filling time. But yes. um, but Natalie's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm very, ready. Very, very. Are you ready? I'm ready. Woohoo. Okay, here we go. I'd go 
missing that I, 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 but you know <laughs> well it is for a while until i throw that back in <laughs> retroactively no that's just beautiful but beautiful did you hear music. where it jumped tracks yeah so it jumped tracks and it went all into the matrix everything that i was doing organically then became a uh, uh a digital sound you know same parts were there but all of a sudden they were like digital parts right. which you know just and that's what you can expect is that you really can't expect much with this well right. I, so. I i love the the different layers because i'm it's sort of in this train and then whoop. Yeah. And there. by, by yeah. headphones too. Yeah. When we got it yeah. stereo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. What it's saying in the different headphones is different too. So, yeah. um, and it should change by session, but I hope you all will let me know if it does for you too. It is for us. And it's a great edible song too. Can Listen. we say that? No, I just said. But, okay. Because that's what I was trying to say when, it, you know, some <laughs> nights when we're having a good time, but I didn't right, think I could I say that. that. I love that. Yeah. If you just tuned in, we're, we're uh, trailing down with Sean Stewart uh, on, on in the KKFI studio and John Todd, the radio god, next to him. You know, uh, so we're still kind of waiting when this will be released, but how can we find out when you are actually going to release this? Okay, very soon and it'll okay. be released. Um, and if you want right now, I'm actually taking some test listeners to hear oh, some beta good. versions yeah, of these songs. Yeah. Tell me what they're getting um, and give me very specific feedback. I've had a couple already give that. Y'all can join. All you got to do is go to Sean M. Stewart, anywhere you find music. But the best way to communicate with me probably is going to be uh, on Facebook. Uh, Sean M. Stewart, follow. Uh, hit me a message and say, yeah, I'm interested in that. You know, I want to hear some of these songs ahead of time. Um, and we'll see what experiences you have in states only where it's sanctioned when you engage in edibles and other things like that. There you go. You know, Sean Stewart, I also want to just quickly acknowledge your commitment and your uh, passion for helping the community. Thank you so much for, for working with our homeless population that, yeah, and I can throw that away. I want to uh, see that make that shot again. <laughs> you are welcome. You know, it's really important. I mean, not only are you a creative music maker, songwriter and all, but you care about the world that you live in. So thank you for, for your your kindness and compassion to others. Very yeah. sweet of you to say. Thank you. It's, a, it's important. Um, anything else that you want to throw in or throw out? And, you know, you got to go and uh, play 
ukulele on John Todd's right. show oh, under, the to under the radar. Under the radar on on Sundays. Sundays eight to ten p.m. under the radar. Yes, so we'll be looking forward to this new music. Well, I'm sure we'll have you on and oh, for sure, and uh, give our listeners a treat and tell them to have their head, stereo headphones ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and and then uh, John Todd just uh, came back from the Focal Lines last week right. weekend, right. and that and he had some great guests on on. Sunday night, yes, too, I yeah. happened upon this band called Bandits on the Run. They're recommended, they were but cool. what happened? It's so cool. I was in the Bose room and we bumped into each other. I didn't know who they were, and we bumped into each other in this friendly exchange. We kind of clashed when they were trying to get their instruments in and out, and and they, and I said hi, and I said excuse me, and they handed me a flyer, and they said here's we're playing upstairs, and I said oh you've been recommended. I just got an email, and I went up there and I saw them, and then I kind of stalked them a little bit. I saw them three, maybe four times, and the second time I went. Um, I said, listen, I want to get you on the show tomorrow night. Can I get you on the show tomorrow night? You know? They were and great. So, yeah. And then they came on, and the three of them, cello, guitar, acoustic guitar, and then Regina played. She sings, but she also had an accordion that kind of uses the bass for bass lines. Mm-hmm. And, it was cool. And just the amazing, their harmonies alone, yeah. you know, and then the songs and the context of their songs is just amazing. But, yes, I got a, I met a bunch of people. I own a five yeah. from Scotland who is trying to um, – She's trying to make the Scottish national language is not a recognized language anywhere. Um, my mom being from Scotland um, as well, and she's gonna she's trying to make it a recognized language. Wow! So wow. there's that. There's gonna be a lot of things, a lot of interviews coming up. So, you know, I'm holding in my hands Sean's lyrics, and I think these are written specifically with me in mind. So thank you for that, Sean. Oh. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just, I'm stealing them like that. But, you know, I, thank you so very much. Come back anytime, anytime. Thank you. Ukulele or not. Uh, John Todd is here with me every Wednesday-ish. Uh, John Todd's Under the Radar on Sundays 8 to 10. And also I want to say thank you to T.L. Williams, Brandon Ellington, Monique Ariano, and, uh, yes, Miller Bogart and Cesar Lopez. Thank you so much for joining us today next week. February 15th, we have Benzi Garza and Suze Ford Hernandez, along with T.J. Templeton. Uh, Yeah, we're going into Pledge Drive next week, so thanks so much, everyone. And, you know, I'm going to say it now, honey, I'm coming home. Thanks for listening.